Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Craig F., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today's date is Monday, November 20th, 2023. Uh, Today we are reading from the big book. We're going to be on page XIV, uh, the last two paragraphs of the forward to the first edition. Today's readers are... Rick J. for the Steps, Lynn S. for the Traditions, Darlene H., Bonnie B., and Ken W.H. for the text. Uh, The newcomer greeters, Colleen M., the second hour host is Maria F., and Kathy S. will do the announcements today. Um, The reference numbers for yesterday, Sunday, in that wonderful uh, gratitude meeting that we had, and it's worth listening to if you weren't there. The, the uh, share ID for yesterday is 20,847, 20847. Uh, the OA preamble, Overeaters Anonymous, is a fellowship of individuals through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive overeating and food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states that each group has but one primary purpose, to carry the message, its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You, a big book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can, can recover through abstinence, and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. We're now going to ask Rick J. to read the 12 steps. Rick? Good morning, Craig. Thanks for your service. My name is Rick J. I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Cary, North Carolina. Here are the steps we took, which were suggested as a program of recovery. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message 
to others and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you. Thanks, Rick. Okay. Uh, now we're going to ask um, Lynn S. to read the 12 steps, or the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. Good morning, everybody. Lynn S., Compulsive Overeater in Toronto, Canada. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, An OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, Lynn. Okay, uh, how, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We're sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book on page XIV the first and second paragraphs, which are the last two paragraphs in the forward of the first edition. I'm now going to ask uh, Darlene H. to begin reading. Darlene? Good morning, everyone. This is Darlene H., recovered compulsive overeater in Columbus, Georgia. We shall be interested to hear from those who are getting results from this book particularly from those who have commenced work with other alcoholics. We should like to be helpful cases. 
inquiry by scientific, medical, and religious societies will be welcomed. Alcoholics Anonymous. So, and think about the fact that the book was, I don't know if it's a fact, it's my belief, that the book was written so that it could be sent out near and far to help people who had the same alcoholic condition as the writers of the first 100 people. And I love the fact that they are stating here, um, we'll be interested to hear from you, particularly those who have commenced work with other alcoholics who should like to be helpful in such cases. So the idea was to get out there and help people uh, who are by themselves and then those people help other people. And what blows my mind today is that that still happens day in and day out. Um, that one alcoholic, one compulsive overeater sits with another compulsive overeater and goes through the instructions in this book so that they too can be relieved of the obsession of mind and the allergy of the body and have a spiritual awakening of a life of the power greater than themselves that they could never imagine. Like that's unbelievable, miraculous that that is still happening today after all these years. And I'm grateful, a couple of things here, I'm grateful that I get the opportunity to do that every day. It keeps me focused on recovery and steps, keeps me involved in that, gets me out of self. But then, you know, when it talks about we'd like to hear from you, we'd like to be helpful, I see that in the people, other people in this program. I made some calls the other day asking for folks, hey, what's your experience? Hey, what's your thoughts with this? I have somebody dealing with such and such. And to be able to work with each other and have each other's experience, I mean, it's a we fellowship, it's not a me fellowship. And I am so grateful because I don't have the answers for everything. None of us do. We just want to be helpful to each other. What a community. I'm so grateful for that. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks for letting me share. Okay, darling. Thank you very much. Um, so now we're going to take a list of names and for people that would like to share. So who would like to share on this paragraph? Elise N. Elise N. Sue Ann W. Sue Ann W. Lisa N. I got you, Elise. Sue Ann, Lisa N. and Sue Ann W. Who else? Well, let's go ahead and get started with those two, and then maybe somebody else will decide that they want to contribute here in a moment. So, uh, Elise, why don't you uh, share for us? Hi, this is Elise N. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you fine. Hi, thank you for your service and everyone else on this line, especially the newcomers or people that are too 
shy to share. Um, so this is, you know, about working with others. Um, I'll just share that I'm, you know, in program about over 30 years and was a chronic relapser. I'm newly recovered. Um, I've been absent about a year, maybe more, and I'm ready and willing to take on a sponsee. I'd like a newcomer or someone who has a burning desire to recover um, because I'm new at it, and that's what my sponsor recommended. Um, but um, I'm on the list, Elise N. And uh, I just, you know, this is a program that has changed my life. Um, I came in it as a non-religious person, but with a belief in God, I ended up finding my own religion in it, which was a plus. Not everybody does, but that's what happened with me. And, um, you know, I, I really, at this point, do not have cravings for food. I, I'm really, food is, is um, neutral for me at most times. And, and also in other areas of my life that are not good for me, I recoil from it. It's from a hot flame. Um, and, and from the food, am I going to say I recoil it from, from hot, as a hot flame? Um, I'm in new recovery. I'm a newly recovered. And I just look at it and say, that's not for me. You know, um, so do I want the food sometimes? Sometimes, but it's a very, there's a very big difference between having it inside my body and craving it and, and just looking at it and saying that would be good, but it's not for me. So um, I'm out here and um, if anybody wants to make an outreach call or anybody needs a sponsor, I'm here to speak to. Um, I'd love to help anyone that's having difficulty with their food um, or just needs someone to talk to. And um, have a great day. I, I pass. All right, Elise, thank you very much. Next, we have Sue Ann W. Sue Ann, tell us where you're from. Hi, this is Sue Ann W. from Pennsylvania. Thank you for your service, and thank you, everyone, for your service. Um, morning. Um, glad to be alive. I thank God every day for waking me up in the morning. Um, what I really like about this paragraph is the openness to learn and to still be questioned by other people about the, the method in this book. Um, I am in at step 10 and I happen to locate people, I mean, sorry, I'm going into step 10. I wrote my amends to people and I actually had to manage to locate some people that I thought was, could not be located. So um, praise God, I'm happy that that's happening for me. Um, and um, yeah, um, it's great to be here. And thanks for listening to me and let me share. Okay. Uh, thanks, Suzanne. Um, next, we're uh, going to take some more names. So, who else would like to share on these two paragraphs? Lisa N. Lisa N. Helen C. I'm sorry, I didn't Bye. get that. Sorry. Helen. Helen C. 
Yeah, again, one more time. Helen with an H C. Oh. All right, Helen, thanks. And then Vasa O was was next, I think. Yes, thank you. Dear F. Cheer. Something F. Cheer, peer. Sheer, S-H-I-R. S-H-I-R, Sheer. Thank you, Sheer. Who else? Danielle O. Danielle O. Danielle O. Who else? Got a nice little lineup going. Okay, well, let's uh, get these going then. Lisa, uh, Lisa N., you're up. Tell us where you're from. Thank you, Craig. Um, I'm Lisa N. from Wisconsin, and um, thank you so much for your service this morning. Morning, everyone. Um, What I really loved about this paragraph is it brought me right back to when I started coming to Vision for You because I really didn't know how to sponsor people. I wanted to help people. Um, I gave them what I could when I first started, um, when I was abstinent. wasn't really recovered, though, <laughs> and so there's a difference. And um, and I did what I could. But then when I came to this um, this meeting, I learned from all of you and from the sponsors that I got in this meeting how to do it, how to help people, and it became such a joy. And that's the thing. I think when people are first abstinent and first recovering, um, they know they have to sponsor, but it's terrifying to them because they think they can't do it. But, you know, like it's been said, you don't really have to have a whole lot of skills. You just have to be able to read with somebody, you, um, you know, be able to give them what you were given, and God does the rest. And um I think that's the joy because it, it comes from God. And when I also heard this part about uh, inquiry by scientific, medical, and religious societies will be welcomed, it speaks to me about the openness that our our community has. And it's, you know, everybody, you know, if you're a scientific person, if you're a medical person, if you're a religious person, you have something to offer this this society, it's amazing that we are open to that. And that, too, um, tells me God is at work in this because he is everything. God has all knowledge, and he's willing for us to know it um, as as much as we are open to it. So God help us all today to be open to you, whatever you speak to us. Uh, thank you so much for letting me share. Okay, thank you for sharing. Uh, next, we have Helen C. Helen, tell us where you're from. I think you called me, uh, Greg. I, I was unmuting. I'm Helen yes. C., and I'm from Virginia. And um, I think we can continue with the gratitude from yesterday. It was a busy day yesterday. I didn't get on. But I can uh, want to give gratitude today, and I think this is what these paragraphs are calling for, wanting to uh, get the result, people that have gotten results from this book, and thank God I did. I've been in the uh, rooms for over 40 years, but I know 
that uh, vision for you is just another OA meeting, but this is where I I got the results from this book from going coming to vision for you meetings, um, and I want to give gratitude uh, uh, for Harlan. He came to Virginia Beach in 2019 and and cracked this book open for me. Helped to cr- crack this book open for me, and I want to give gratitude also for. Uh, Roseanne, because I don't think I would have gone to Gamasol Anonymous and would, you know, see that it would help a compulsive overeater. But she was, she had that foresight, and thankful for her. And of course, I want to thank the the uh, elders. Uh, of course, they were coming together in the year I was born, in 1935. So I think this book was, you know, was here for me from the beginning. And uh, yes, I want to give gratitude for all of the people that uh, that uh, 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 you know uh, put this book in front of people so that they can learn and get healed. Because I I have really have gotten a healing from coming to these meetings, and I am ever grateful. At almost 90, and I feel very healthy and happy and joyous and free, and it's only because of this program. I don't have to bury my troubles in the in the food which I was doing before coming to the rooms, and I'm ever grateful that we have this meeting um, uh, six days a week, and uh, 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 I mean five, yeah, six days because we have the special edition on Sunday. So anyway, I'm just I'm ever grateful. I am. It's just such a joy to come to this and to these meetings and and uh, be you know, heal, feel healed and and just joyful and just enjoying life. And 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 I always said that didn't think that I was able to sponsor another person. I say I, they need to write a book or need to write a passage on how to heal uh, uh sponsor other people. But you know, working with others, there it is in the book. I didn't know that until I came to uh vision. So thank you. Thank you again and I will pass. Okay, thank you, Helen. Next, we have Vasa O. Vasa? Yes, thank you. Good morning, everyone. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Craig, for your service. And I'm Vasa O. Grateful, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater, calling from poor Charlotte, Florida. And, uh, yeah, and uh, I was so much interested to hear from those who were getting results from this book when I came to my first meeting of Overeaters Anonymous. I'll never be so more grateful because I've been struggling with a food addiction, which I didn't even know was a food addiction for so long, so many years, and tried to put it down. And and I couldn't. I could do it for a little bit, but I always picked that up because I never learned about the allergy of the body and the reading the doctor's opinion was just amazing. Just to find what the problem was and what the solution was. And uh, yes, I wanted to stay abstinent. And their requirement at that time at meetings, my meeting was to be abstinent for 30 days or 90 days. You know, everybody has their own abstinence, you know. And uh, and I wanted I wanted to share my experience like the other people were sharing it with me. 
And uh, I'm so, so grateful. I could share my experience. I mean, I couldn't lead a meeting, but I could share other meetings, read the tools, uh, you know, and they work the steps or the big book, you know, I could share on my experience. But I couldn't wait to be abstinent for so many days so I could tell my story. And, yes, I've met all kinds of people in this program, you know, doctors, uh, religious people, scientists, you know. My doctor welcomed when he found out um, I was using uh, this book, and it was helping me because, you know, I was beginning to suffer with physical problems, diabetes, high blood pressure. So he, of course, he's, of course, I agree with any of that. Uh, of those programs are going to help you. And, of, of course, the beginning was the losing the weight. That was my goal. And they gradually, little by little, I was working on the emotional and spiritual part. So, so grateful. I'll never be so more grateful. It saved my life. And I have a power greater than myself that I had to reach out to. I was so, I had the gift of death. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass. Okay, thank you, Vasa. Okay, next we have Sheer F. Sheer? Hi, everybody. Um, it's great to be on the meeting. I'm on my way to a medical appointment and uh, heard the silence and thought I would jump in. Um, yes, working with others is a gift. You know, going through the steps again with somebody else reminds me of where are the holes in my program? Where where have certain steps completely taken root? And it allows me to work with them again and go through them again and learn more because it's a constant process of learning more about myself, about my disease, about the 12 steps, and about my higher power who helps me through it all. Um, but I wanted to share that sponsorship is not the only way of working with others. Um, I am open to sponsoring, but I also am thinking about a big holiday coming up later this week that is uh, very focused on food and is very difficult for a lot of people. And so I just wanted to share that my number is on the list, and anyone can call me that day. I'll leave my phone on and call or text or anything that um, gives you difficulty because it's going to help me too because I I feel those pangs. I'm not completely neutral. I don't always recoil as if from a hot flame. And having somebody else call me and say, hey, I'm having trouble will help me to say, let's do this together and will strengthen me. So I really hope that people will be willing to call me um, my number is on the list. My name is Peter F, and I live in Georgia. I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Thank you. Okay, sure. Thank you very much. Uh, next, we have Danielle O. Danielle, good morning. Good morning, everyone. My name is Danielle O. Recovered since September 4th of this year. I bring up that date because it's so significant to the fact that I finally surrendered. I finally said, that's it. I can't keep doing it. And since that time, I have been more willing and more open to what God has in store for me. So 
yesterday as I was in a meditation, I, I, what the words that were coming to my mind. I think you got muted, Danielle. Sorry about that. I just got unmuted for some reason. Um, so as I, as I was, uh, Going through yesterday, I kept saying, please, Lord, if there's any, anybody or anything that needs to be free from the hurt and the pain of addiction, lo and behold, I got a phone call that evening, last night. And what I related back with her was a lot of the um, the suffering I did in food and, and the, the same uh, feelings of hopelessness and, and desperation. You know, when, I, when, uh, when oftentimes... For me, I've been in other 12-step programs for quite a while. It, you know, I, I, I know that the struggle is real because of what food did to me, um, and, and that I allowed, you know. But um, I, I had a fresh set of ears in that situation last night, and that really helped to be able to walk through uh, some, some tough times with, for her, with her. So I, I was real grateful that I know that it's working because of, of how I feel, where I am. But it didn't happen right away. Um, but it just keeps me uh, fresh with uh, how powerless I am, how things have to be a certain way before I will surrender because uh, I don't do that so well. And But, you know, today it's, it's a good day, and I'm grateful to be here this morning with everybody, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Danielle. All right. So now we're ready to take another list of names. So who would like to share? On these two little paragraphs. Russ this is Jen A. All right, I got Russ and I got Jen. Where are we reading from, please? Thank you. Yeah, we're on page uh, XIV, the last two paragraphs of the forward to the first edition. Thank you. Uh-huh. Judith S.P. Jelly M.P. Joanne P. Who else? Yvonne. Yvonne. Hey, Craig, I'll go to Chuck. Chuck. Good morning, Chuck. All right. Anybody else? All right. Well, let's get this back on the road. Russ M., you're up, Russ. Good morning. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, family. Russ M., recover compulsive overeater from Norristown, PA. So let me let me brag on this book for a minute. You know, you're interested, right? We're interested. Well, the writers were. You might not be interested. Before I came in these doors, you know, it's a terrible, terrible train wreck of my life. This this disease crushed me, destroyed everything I had with the exception of my, my wife and kids. And it was about uh, a, a threat away from destroying that too. And, you know, I got to brag on this way of life. Because I would have nothing. I'm sitting here listening, and I'm thinking, Thanksgiving's right around the corner. 
Dude, that was a panic attack for a week prior to that that uh, uh, holiday. Knowing that for two months, a month and a half, I'm going to be eating my face off and not being able to manage life just because of what's around me, food-wise. You know, I'm not... I, I really don't worry about the food, right? Because it's not really a food disease. It's the inside disease. But that's what would happen to me. I'm off the rails. I'm off the rails a couple of weeks before this holiday. And I'm sitting in this car thinking, how the hell did this happen? And then this paragraph. It's this way of life. It's the only thing I changed in my life. But I'm glad I have this disease. I'm glad I'm a junkie. I'm, I'm glad that I need a crutch called the 12 Steps of Overeaters Anonymous, AA, and the good Lord God, so I can live. I couldn't live. I had nothing. I had nothing to be grateful for. I couldn't recognize it because I destroyed my life with this. Whatever way you want to slice it, whether it was me, the disease, I'm wired that way, whatever it was, I, I, I could not function as a regular human. Now my relationships are better. My finances are better. I'm able to do a couple things in life like, like regular people can do. And uh, without, without losing my mind, I can get through holidays, right? I can enjoy who's around me. I, I, could, I could enjoy the meaning of what all this is about, of life. I mean, <laughs> look at this. I'm talking about the meaning of life, right? Like I really know what the hell is going on. But I have to stay immersed in this. And that paragraph said, you know, we're interested to hear about people who got, got results. Yeah, mostly because they worked with others. Because I had to give myself away, and uh, I'm all right, I'm getting into redundancy here. You know how it is. We just got to do it. We just got to do it, and we could be free. With all of the hiccups of life, you still could be free, and 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 you can live a good life and enjoy what's going on. It's not going to be easy, but what the hell? Life isn't easy. So, all right, that that's enough. You get what I'm saying. Thank you for letting me share. I'll pass. Love you. All right. Love you too, Russ. Good timing. Next up, we have Jen A. Jen, good morning. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, everybody. And I love how Russ says, good morning, family. Um, I never thought that Overeaters Anonymous would become a family to me. And it's interesting because multiple people that I've shared on the line today are people that I've known for years in the program of Overeaters Anonymous. So as I was just driving to work, listening to the meeting, I was thinking, um, I was thinking about all of the ways in which I try to control my eating um, and the people that I still take, uh, you know, keep in contact with. So like all the trainers or the gym people or stuff like that. Nope, I don't keep in contact with any of them. In fact, if the, if the method didn't work and it didn't work for me, obviously, um, then I had no reason of keeping in touch with those people. They didn't have something that I wanted. Um, I got what I wanted. Yeah, I got a thin body by going to the gym seven days a week, two times a day, eating like, you know, a rabbit. But um, I couldn't keep it. Um, With Overeaters Anonymous, it's something I can keep. Um, The miracle keeps coming back. It keeps giving back to me as long as I give it away. Same with the Diet and Calories Club. I don't talk to anybody from Weight Watchers or any of the other places that I went to. Um, I don't even stay in touch with them. But what's really interesting to me is last week a girlfriend of mine in this program had a birthday and 
um, you know, she's in AA now, and um, that's where she needs to be. But we were in Overeaters Anonymous for three years together until she finally decided that that's the program of choice that she needed. And it was so great because I was like, oh, I get to reach out to her for her birthday. Like I wanted to be in 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 contact with her, even though we aren't in the same meetings anymore. Um, and then all the calls this weekend were so great. Um, being on a workshop this weekend, talking about peace and serenity, um, having a, a, a group, a knit of, of, of people, I'm trying, let me think of what I'm trying to say, a group of people knit around me um, 24-7. You know, um, I heard a speaker once um, in AA, and he said, we give this away for fun and for free with no expectation in return. That's why we do it. That's why people want to sponsor you on the line this morning. That's why someone's giving out their number and saying, call me on Thanksgiving, right? Like, this is so great. This program is a way of life. And the biggest thing for me was I did the steps. I went through them. Then I started, you know, acting as if and, and, and doing the steps on a regular basis, not just once, but kept continuing, continuing, improving in practice, 10, 11, and 12. And now I, might, I live my life in accordance with the steps. It's almost, like, it's almost like 12-step recovery is not a program for me anymore. It's a way of life. And the big book for me says a design for living that really works. So when we get on this line and I hear everybody this morning like, woohoo, we're all cheerleaders for Overeaters Anonymous, I never thought I would be a cheerleader for Over Overeaters Anonymous, but um, it's definitely saved my life. And just like uh, my buddy just said on the line, you know, I don't have financial problems, trouble with personal um, relationships, uh, pray to miss depression anymore. The bedevilments have, have been wiped to a minimum. They only come up when I need to look at something. That's my time. And with that, I'll pass. Okay, thank you, Jen. Uh, next, we have uh, Judith S.P. Judith, tell us where you're from. Good morning, Craig and everybody. <clears throat> this is Judith S.P. from Maryland, and uh, God said, there's space. Take it, Judith. So here I am. Didn't expect to. Um, while I was... Uh, listening to shares and in the quiet during people when when we had some space this morning I looked up the definition of the forward you know and it's the content provided that should introduce the author or work to readers tell readers why they should read the book and give and give credibility to the book or author and the signature uh, in the last part of the forward is the totality of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, they do refer in the definition on the internet that it should be a powerful person that gives credibility to the book. And that to me reminds me of the third dimension where somebody famous or somebody who is scientifically or religiously up the up the scale says this is a book you've got to read and what i realize now and i'm learning in this moment today is that <clears throat> excuse me the the uh, fellowship of alcoholics anonymous has from the get-go been welcoming and totally inclusive inclusive of those 
who are being helped, those who are helping, <clears throat> and those who are still out there suffering. And Alcoholics Anonymous is inviting me to um, give them feedback. And the way in the fourth dimension I give feedback is by sharing my experience, strength, and hope, my trials and tribulations, my support of others, and being uncomfortable and inconvenient in as many areas of my life I can. Because to me, that's the soil that helps my seeds grow in my spiritual fitness. And again, ending with inquiry, come, tell us, you're welcome, scientific community, medical community, religious community. In so many arenas that I've been in my, in my life, Whoever I was going to for assistance or help or wanting to raise the white flag, they'd say, we're the only way. We've got it. Come join up with us. And Alcoholics Anonymous, from the time the book was maybe um, conceived to its inception to right now, is telling us, telling me, Judith, keep on learning, keep on going. And who knew today that I would learn what the forward is? So thank you for letting me share. Okay. Thank you, Judith. All right. Next we have Joanne P. Joanne, tell us where you're from. Good morning, everyone. This is Joanne P. from Pennsylvania. I'm so thankful to be here today and every day. I um, I just can't get over how much I learned from the words of this book that I keep reading over and over again and get more and more meaning out of it. So um, when I read this paragraph, it just reminds me that it is our responsibility to carry the message, that that's how this program works, that that's what we were told to do, even right here in the um, forward, before we really get into the book. And yeah, We'll be interested to hear the results from this book. Oh, my word. That's, that, I think, is the most important part of our program is to work the 12 steps. And this book is the, um, the blueprint, the design for living, so to speak, and the, um, the, the way that <clears throat> people have recovered. So, yes, by uh, sharing our experience, strength, and hope, we, too, uh, can experience a new freedom, a new peace, a new serenity, a new way to deal with life on life's terms because life keeps going on, you know, and um, it's not going to change. The only thing that's going to change is we are going to change and how we respond to it. So I am just um, this week of Thanksgiving listening to everybody's gratitudes yesterday and um yeah, I'm just so thankful to be here. I remember my sponsor saying to me as we were working with 12 Steps the first time, remember, we're doing this so that you will will carry the message, so that you will do this, you will help other people. And oh, how I love sponsoring and how I learn from my sponsees and reminds me of where I've been and where I am now. And yeah, I'm just so thankful for the fellowship and um, the understanding that we all get from each other and from this book. I believe this book was divinely inspired, and these 12 steps are 
how we're going to change and um, become better people. And so, yeah, thank you so much. I, I really love listening to all of you, and thank you for sharing your experience, strength, and hope. Okay, thank you, Joanne. Uh, next, I think we have Yvonne C. <coughs> if I can read my handwriting. Thank you so much. I'm Yvonne H. I'm calling from Germany. Uh, hello, family. Good morning. I love this family. Yes, I like that. Take that for me, too. Um, forwards. My sponsor said to me 24 years ago, when I just came into AA, um, the book starts from the very first page. He, I guess he knew that I wouldn't like to want to read the forewords, and he was right. So I don't really didn't care about the forewords, um, but we did. We read them. Now I see the forewords so very important because the foreword is the history. The foreword is the story, how everything started, how it started growing with two people, and then how it was 100 and 200 talking about. Uh, figures and I think this is very interesting and it prepares me to read the book how can the book start with this story uh, I don't know it's not a real beginning of a miracle like it is the 12 steps which is a miracle which is God inspired so we need to do really start with the very beginning. Today I love the forewords. Um, yeah, talking about miracles, this program is a miracle to me. I have changed a lot and I'm still changing. Um, talking about holidays which are starting now. I don't have this Thanksgiving holiday as I'm in Germany, but my sister has in America. So I know I'm very close to your celebrations, but we are also close to Christmas and all the all the celebrations are just starting already. All the Christmas uh, gatherings with in the, in the job and with friends, and so I don't have to be afraid anymore. And this I was thinking about less, a week or two weeks ago. Or, now in the weekend, I don't have to be afraid anymore because food is not the most important thing. Um, I also always enjoyed celebrations, but in self-destruction because the, only, the most important part was alcohol and food. People were not important for me. And now it's the other way around. I see, I know what I'm going to have for eat, to eat. I know what's going to be there. And I know my boundaries. I know what I don't want. And I know what I want. And the most I want are the people. I want to see people. I want to meet people. I want to feel alive. 
few hours ago, I heard that one of my of the one guy of our meditation group died two days ago, passed away just like that without any warning and nothing. So I am very alert today to to enjoy every minute of this Monday, and I start with you. I start with being in the meeting with you, and I thank you so much for being there and wish you a wonderful week. Thank you. Wonderful Monday. Okay. Thank you, Yvonne H. Next, we have Chuck K., and then we may, we'll probably have time for one or maybe two more shares after that. So uh, get ready. Chuck? Hey, good morning, Craig. Chuck from Georgia. Uh, hoping everybody's having a good morning. I want to pick up a little bit from what Russ said. It always makes me smile when I hear it. That is, I'm I'm glad I'm a compulsive overeater, and I'm glad I'm an alcoholic. I never thought I'd say those words. When when I first came to program, there was a lot of shame there. The book I'll talk about, nobody wants to be a, known as a mental defective, and I think I was in that. I thought I had everything down and led a good life. You know, I couldn't bend down to pick up my pencil off. I thought things were going good. And when I came into program, I remember sitting there and thinking that these miracles these people were talking about was just not going to happen for me. Um, And it took using the big book as a textbook and following it for that miracle to happen for me. And I remember holidays and justifying what I was going to eat and what I was going to do, and I was trying to frame it within program, make it fit. It just, just didn't work in that first year or two. And then the miracle occurred for me, and uh, sometimes I think, gosh, I wish we'd quit talking about food so much. And I'm sitting there getting all aggravated, and then I remember, well, that, that's the service that I'm responsible for giving to other people. Other people need to know by the stories that I tell with food and the journey that I went on that it can happen for them too, just like I needed it to happen to me. And I, I think one of the one of my favorite lines in the book is when Bill teaches us there's a vast amount of fun in it all. And that has been so true for me, but it's been related to the amount of work that I'm willing to do for a program, what I'm going to get back from it. And I found two things. I could never outgive God, and it was some of the most enjoyable experiences I've ever had with some of the folks that I've worked with and talked to and become a part of their lives. And, and, and the book also tells us we'll know them in a way that even their closest friends or spouses will know them, and that's true too. And I think the last thing I want to say, since this is Thanksgiving, is I'm going into it with that same perspective. I'm going to have fun with my family. I'm able to enjoy my family and friends in a different, subtle way than I ever did. I always focused on one thing, what I'm going to eat, and it's not that anymore. Now, I'll tell you, I enjoy my Thanksgiving. I enjoy my meal, but I can't have a lot of the stuff that's there. I have to have other things, and I have to have them in the portion that's good for me, but I still enjoy it. There is no sense of loss, and when you're someone that was over 400 pounds and people are looking at your plate knowing what you used to be, There is a sense of pride in me for that, and there is an example that I can set without even having to say a word. So I hope everybody has a good day. I hope somebody got something from the shares this morning, I hope everybody has a great week. Thanks for letting me share.
Okay, Chuck, thank you very much. All right, so we've got a few more minutes. Uh, enough for say, two two-minute shares. Maria B. Maria Bell. And Cheryl, Cheryl L. L. Cheryl, I got you. Gloria, Maria B. Ohio. Uh, Gloria, I don't think we're going to have time, but um, we'll see here. Uh, so, Maria B., why don't you go ahead and get started? Hi, I'm Maria B., a compulsive overeater from um, currently Vermont, um, near the New Hampshire border. Anyway, um, I'm grateful that I caught the message today. This um, this call, this conference call, heard so many amazing things, including even a fellow from Germany. And oh my goodness, I'm from Austria. Um, and this program is really probably worldwide, um, the OA program. I didn't think about that before, but um, I'm just so grateful that I'm coming back. Um, not perfectly yet. Um, or, or ever probably, well, obviously never perfectly coming back, but I'm just so grateful that I have a chance to go through an abstinent um, Thanksgiving um, one day, one minute at a time. I'm just literally coming back from a very extended, awful relapse. Um, and though my body didn't even change all that much, like in outward appearance, my insides are all messed up. Um, my thinking got confused and at December 25th, I have a 10-year anniversary in the other program, in the drinking beverage program, and that's amazing. But unless I uh, eat abstinently and do all the steps of the OA program, um, and also that I, I can't survive, really. Uh, it's very serious for me. I've noticed that. Um, and then it's all coming attractions as far as w what other ugly ways the addictive personality in me raises its head from shopaholic to other things to busyness to just not enjoying um, the gifts of life and sharing with others and not obsessing over food like somebody said over at Thanksgiving you can oh I remember the pro person that kind of brought me into the program and made it so attractive another mom in the area where I live all of her meals always looked so much better than all the rest of the potluck I'm like oh my gosh I want to eat what you eat there's a healthy salad where's the salad I asked her in this potluck nowhere to be had um so anyway people are jealous of my food now um and you know if they want to ask me how, how I need to first be able to attract by my example by being abstinent for longer one day at a time so thank you bye Okay, thank you. Cheryl, we've got limited time, so a minute or two, if you can. Good morning, everyone. This is Cheryl from Florida calling, and so grateful to hear everyone this morning. Um, I will keep it brief. Um, we shall be interested to hear from those who are getting results from this book. Um, that is me today. Um, I was reluctant to sponsor, but I finally, you know, put aside my fear, and I took a sponsee on. And, um, and, and my life is changing because I'm, I'm teachable today. I'm listening to more meetings. I'm listening to more of the podcast, um, you know, more of the recorded meetings, and, and I'm learning more. So as I, you know, as I try to work with another, I'm picking up more and more. And, um, and I learned more today. So I'm so very grateful for this program. It was Thanksgiving um, four years ago that 
that I thought I could go back into the food. And um, this Thanksgiving, I'm grateful I will have an abstinent um, Thanksgiving with family, including a nephew who has decided to fly down to Florida to see me from, for uh, Thanksgiving. So grateful to be here, and thank you for letting me share. Oh, thank you. Great timing, Cheryl. Okay. Uh, thank you for everybody who shared. Uh, the, the share ID for this meeting, for today's meeting, and for yesterday it was 20,847. Um, uh, we're now going to close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Let's see. Will uh, Bonnie B. please read uh, A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only to keep you until then. Absolutely, and thank you so much, Craig and Bonnie B. from Florida. The book is meant to be, our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditations what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass if um, for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.